The Story of Candace, Part 2. As Chuck tried and tried to get into the military, he just could not pass the test. Frustrated and angry, he said he would not go. Candace decided to try to help him. She came up with a bright idea to find someone that looked like Chuck. As she did, she asked the guy if he would go and take the test for Chuck. She gave him $300 and he took the test and made a higher score than Candace. So Chuck had the choice of any job in the military. Chuck chose the army and he wanted to be a vehicle mechanic. As Candace prepared herself to leave to go into the military, she was going to be stationed at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. And Chuck Aberdeen Approving Grounds. She was happy because she realized that she wouldn't see Chuck for almost four months. But it actually took six months before they returned to each other. As Candace went into basic training, she had high expectations. But that changed. She realized that everything in her world came down to what was happening to her in basic training. She thought the abuse that she had was horrible, but not to abuse she was getting in the military. She was stepped on, spit on, pushed, called names, in the middle of the nighttime, her unit would be pulled out one by one, all females, and would come back crying, hard to walk. Candace couldn't understand what was going on. Then finally she realized her unit was being raped. When it was time for her, They pulled her out and she fought. She fought and fought to where she couldn't fight anymore. The drill sergeants hit her head on the cement, kicked her legs open, and forced themselves on her. She just laid there, crying, 
understanding now that she had no one to turn to. As they put her back in the barracks, she realized how bad it was. The torturement, the disregard for life, the disregard of being a female and having the respect As she went through all of this, she watched all her young ladies in her unit break down. Some disappeared. Some came out pregnant. And some committed suicide. As Candace went through this, she saw so many horrific things. Her fellow mate doing qualifications, weapon qualifications, had a latrine break, and Candace was the fourth in line to go into the latrine. Her mate would cry every night, asking to go home, praying that she wanted to go back to her mama. She wanted to go back to her little town. Drill sergeants tortured her, made fun of her. So during this day for weapons qualification, Candace watched this young lady go into the latrine with her M16 and live ammo in it. Crying. Last words you hear is, forgive me. And she blew her head off. As Candace was standing, all the blood and matter fell on several of the girls, including Candace. Candace lost her mind. The overwhelming shock of what just happened caused Candace to lose her soul. As time went on, and the torturement and the rapes kept happening, more girls mentally lost their minds, and Candace would sleep under her bunk because she was so skinny, and made her bed up to look like a person. And she would watch the footsteps at night pass by for the new victim. Candace did not know what to do, who to turn to, who to cry out to. All she could hope for was this to be over with.
it was time for a grenade qualification. Training us on how to throw grenades just in case of wartime. Everybody was qualifying. And then one unstable young girl got up there, pulled a ring, and dropped it in front of her and the drill sergeant. Everybody started to run. And the drill sergeant grabbed the girl and fell into the pit, but not before the explosion happened. I hit my head. I had massive ringing. Couldn't hear anything at first. And then I realized what had happened. And Candace cried and cried and cried and cried. And that drill sergeant and that young lady never came back. Candace knew that this wasn't for her. She wanted out, but there was no out. As time went on, all Candace could do was pray. But one drill sergeant locked his eyes on her and would torture her. He would tie her hands up in front of her, knowing that she did not know how to swim, and throw her into the water and tell her to swim. Swim for your life. And Candace almost drowned that day. More and more, she realized how dangerous it was for a woman to be in the military. As she made it out of basic training and was ready for her duty station, she served her country well with a massive secret. It was time for her to go meet up with her husband, Chuck, in hopes that Chuck had a better basic training to grow him up. Candace didn't realize how bad she was. She was afraid to meet up with Chuck. And where they did, she would lock herself in the closet. Afraid to be touched. Afraid to lay down with her husband. At first, he was very loving, understanding, and caring. But the abuse started back. But this time, he was like the other soldiers. Take when he wanted to take. Abuse when he wanted to abuse. Candace was trapped. Broken down mentally. Broken down emotionally. Broken down spiritually. 
broken down physically. Candace snapped. Every chance she had, she would try to kill her husband. First with rat poisoning in the food. And she, at the last minute, when he was about to take a bite, that it was wrong to take another person's life. And she hit the food out of his hand, out of his mouth, knowing that she was gonna get beat up. But she'd rather do that than to commit murder. But her mental status didn't stop there. Many of times, she would grab knives and while he was sleeping, get on top of him and try to stab him. But he was way, way stronger than her. Finally, she started to get help from a chaplain within the military. And she finally decided to walk away and get a divorce. After having two children by this man, Desert Storm came about and she decided that she did not want to go. But you can't just leave the military. So she went to her commander and told him that she would kill any man in her own battalion that would try to touch her, rape her, sexual assault her. The commander realized that she was not playing, not joking. So he told her he would let her out for the good of the army, but would give her honorable discharge. So Candace went home. The story of Candace, part three, the final. Candace is home from the military with her two children, ready to start her new life without being a soldier. While Chuck is still in the military, still overseas for a desert storm. Candace knew going home, it would be a very difficult task, knowing that the small town still believed that she was not a good person so she goes to stay with her mom. And as she is trying to transition, she realized that it was gonna be harder than what she believed. Um, getting out there in the world, trying to find a job, trying to be all she could be, she ended up kicked out of her mom's house 
because she kept having temper tantrums and arguments with her mom and grandma. So she got kicked out. She found her little small apartment and was staying there, but could not keep up with the rent, the electric and the water, let alone feed two, two children. So turn of events, somehow she ended up staying with her in-laws. And every moment she had with her in-laws was a reminder of how they believed that she was a bad person. That Chuck could do no wrong. That Candace should not be a mother. She should not be raising children. And Candace started to believe that. She started to believe that she was a bad person. That she wasn't worthy of being a mother. And she started drinking heavily. And outbursts would happen. She would go out days in, days out, drinking seven days a week. Finally, Chuck came home. And Candace was a mess. And they moved in together. And Chuck hadn't changed whatsoever. He would beat on Candace. And many times he did not care if the children saw. And he was just very angry person. And he got to Candace's mind. Candace already believed that she wasn't worthy. And now Chuck was telling her she wasn't a good wife. She's not a good mother. And Candace broke down and tried to take her life by drinking a whole bunch of alcohol and taking a whole bunch of pills. And somehow, some way, she ended up in the hospital. And when she opened her eyes, the doctor was standing there and told her that it wasn't her time yet. Candace had to spend 30 days in what they call Fifth Ward Psychiatric Unit. And while she was in there, she realized that if she didn't help herself, no one else will. Everyone noticed that she was not herself and that made it worse for her in the community. Candace was finally released, but she couldn't get her girls back. Chuck took them and kept them. Candace cried and cried and Chuck started hitting on his children. The, her oldest daughter called crying, crying, crying and said that daddy 
threw up against the dresser. And the little girl at the time was only five years old. And Candace did not know what to do. So she sent police and ambulance over to where he was. Um, it made out that Candace was not completely in her mind. So he got away with it. Finally, Candace decided that she was gonna go back to Chuck to protect her girls. And they got a new place together. For almost a year, it was perfect. No hitting, no cussing, no arguments. But one day Chuck came home and he didn't seem quite right. And Candace knew. And she was tiptoeing around, praying that it wasn't true. And she said one word, and Chuck beat her and strangled her. And as he was strangling her, she started to lose consciousness. And then you hear a thump noise, and he falls over in a daze. And I raise my head to look to see who hit Chuck. And it was Candace's little girl. Leave mommy alone. She hit him with a two by four. Candace started crying and realized that she could not be in this type of relationship. And she was trying to find a way out. But Chuck made it easy for her. How? Candace figured out that Chuck's anger didn't reside at Candace or any other woman. It resided within him. Candace figured out that he was a cross-dresser. He was not living in the body he wanted to live in. And then it made sense. All the hatred he had was not towards Candace, it was towards himself. And he took it out on Candace. Candace, as much as she loved him, vowed to keep his secret as long as he let her go. And that's exactly what happened. Candace took her daughters and she left. But that wasn't the end of Candace's problems. Candace started growing more and more violent and more and more anxious. And she was losing jobs left and right. Great jobs, she would get great jobs because of her intelligence, but she would lose them because a man would say something to her and she would go off. Um, she couldn't keep boyfriends because she did not like the control. It reminded her back in basic training. And 
she tried to find jobs that had women bosses. But that was hard because women were in the, in the workforce as predominant as men were as bosses. And then Candace started losing it again, started drinking, started going out and taking the kids to her mom and going into the next town and just drink and until she couldn't drink no more. And then Candace started hallucinating. She started seeing people watching her and she would get nervous, go home to her mom and check all the phones, check the walls, check the, the plugs, the light bulbs. She was very paranoid and delusional. And she didn't want people to know. And she would hide it. And then she started having blackouts. Not by drinking, just blackouts. And she recognized them because she was having them in the military also. And I think Candace had a mechanism that would protect her. Those blackouts were her protection. Whenever something got really extreme that she could not handle, she would black out. And many of times, as her daughters got older, would tell her, Mom, your eyes go blank. You don't move. You don't say nothing. And Candace started to worry. Those blackouts were becoming more frequent each time she had anxiety or got upset. And then she wouldn't remember. And as time went on, she found ways to hide it better. But it was getting so bad, she decided to let her girls go. And she did not want them to be under Chuck's rules or family rules because she knew they already hated her so much that they would fill her daughter's heads with so much hatred towards, towards her that she'd rather have her best friend watch her children why Candace tried to get help for herself. Unfortunately, it did not work out that way. And Chuck got the children again. And as Candace believed and truly understood what she thought would happen, happened. <clears throat> But Candace couldn't live by 
what was done because it wasn't Chuck's family's fault. It was Chuck's fault. The family believed what Chuck was saying. And then from a blind sight, seeing Candace's actions and the wrongs she was doing, it made it seem so true that Candace was a bad person. If they only knew how bad Candace was being abused. Candace told me one time that when they were in high school, he would beat her so bad that he would put her in bushes and leave her there. One time he beat her so bad, he took her clothes and threw her on the football field unconscious. Candace told me also that her two girls weren't her only child. She had another child that she violently lost. And she said that she wanted the military to be her safe haven, something that she could run to and become strong and proud. And instead, it did so much more damage, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. It changed her. Candace finally starting to get the help she needed. And having psychiatrists, psychologists, counselors, all working to put Candace back together like Humpty Dumpty. And little by little, Candace started to come out of it. The fog. And she started to apologize to her children, not realizing they are now grown. All that time she lost. And now she was apologizing and asking for forgiveness still not telling the secrets of her husband, Chuck. Well, Chuck came over one day, that's the talk, and he decided to wait to see his daughters, and Candace left. The daughters decided to come home early. They weren't due for like another three hours. And I taught them to always come through the garage and then enter the back door so no one can see them. Well, unfortunately, my girls had to find out the wrong way, the horrible way. Candace was like devastated when they called crying and screaming 
because they physically saw their father of who he really was. And it shocked them. It scared them. Emotionally, they were distraught. I had to take Candace to the side and tell her, you need to talk to your daughters and tell them the truth. And Candace agreed. So she took her daughters to the side and told them. And they were very angry with Candace. Very, very upset with Candace. Because they said Candace should have told them earlier in life. They weren't mad at Chuck. They were mad at Candace for keeping the secret. Chuck, to them, was, it's okay. We accept you. And for Candace, she felt betrayed, misunderstood, and not understanding why they were mad at her. But she decided just to let it go and keep moving on. As time went on, and the therapy she was getting, and the medication she was put on, Candace started to get her life back. She started writing poetry. She started painting. And she started nonprofit to help the homeless. And started a beautiful page to help others. And this is how I met Candace. It's important that we all understand women out there are being abused every day and tortured every day, sworn to secrecy out of fear, sworn to secrecy out of love. This is a problem and it's still not being addressed correctly. So many military women are silenced by code, by honor, but they're still being abused, assaulted, accosted, raped, whatever name you want to call it, sodomized. It's happening. The government acknowledged it, but what are they doing for these women? They say they're helping these women. They say they've got programs out there. But they do exactly what the world does. Why is she coming out now? How come she didn't say nothing then? Where's the proof? How can we believe her? 
Candace took a stand. And I'm asking every woman and military woman to take a stand. We need more voices, more women out there to take a stand and stop this from happening to the next generation, to the next children, to the next military woman. Men see women as objects, as animals, as something they can control and not see us as human beings equals a person. Hopefully this podcast will tell you so many different scenarios in hopes that you will help us fight for this for justice and for what's right. Candace is very happy now. She has a better relationship with her girls. Most of the community that knows the truth has accepted her. And she has moved on. I hope we can bring some kind of light to another woman, one by one, and get the justice for them. Thank you.